This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Hey guys, thanks for being with us. I'm Danny Williams, Jake Meyer here, the co-host and producer of the product. Uh, thanks for rolling with us. We have, uh, man, a good one here. It's like I'm trying to uh, act like... Uh, I've been here before, kind of Broncos fan, like, oh, yeah, big game. We're just gearing up. You know, I'm not acting like we're going to rush the field after we beat a top 10 team and we're unranked all year. I don't feel like that. But also, like, um, this isn't just another game. No, this isn't just another game. It's weird because we're a little bit in, like, my feelings for this game. It's up. It's like a snow globe. It's been shaken up and it hasn't settled yet. I don't know where it's going to settle. And all that shaking up has kind of hurt my tummy. So I got a little gas with the whole thing as well. So it's like, I don't know where. Uh, we, we talked a lot on the radio show today about all kinds of different stuff. And we had the Hooters girls in. So if you're going to uh, want to go watch, rewatch the show, you can do that or listen to the show. And we pick games with the Hooters girls every Wednesday. But also gave us a little chance to like, you know, when we're trying to explain things to the Hooters girls, um, I mean, they're they're no bimbos. They send us a couple good ones. Allie and Natasha are great. You know what I mean? Um, it's not your classic Hooters girls on the radio. These girls kind of like make you think. They've made us think it's funny the way they talk about stuff. They break things down so simply. You know, sometimes in the way they try to think about it. When we're like... Um, you know, racking our brain for any advantage and dragging history into this thing, 11 straight wins. And we're dragging um, last year's two meetings into this thing. And I've come to the conclusion over my football years, my football wisdom of my, um, you know, I, I just uh, um, what I've been through with the Broncos and what I've been through with the NFL, not because I got a journalism degree, I used to work for the newspaper and one of the best radio guys of all time. What I've learned is that you cannot take what happened last year and try to use that as some kind of fuel or in your calculations or formula for picking this game this year. And even to the point where you can barely even look at what's happened earlier in the season to really tell you what your own team is now or has become later in the season. So my point is 11 straight wins, they mean a lot, but they also don't fucking mean a damn goddamn thing because Peyton Manning's not playing. And also Trevor Simeon and uh, Drew Locke and Drew Locke aren't playing in this game. Right. So, um, it, you know, that's like the starting point. I've just learned that, you know, you can't base successes of the past off of the successes of a team for the future. And therefore, if you really just took the Chiefs for who and what they are this season, okay, then they're not anything near what the Chiefs have been the last couple seasons. Right. That's just that's just the truth. Let I mean, um, even though you let us know they've won four straight games, are playing their best football of the year. All true things, all true statements, and even the science, all of the science, would tell you the Broncos lose this game and probably buy somewhere around the ten points that they're favored. Okay, that's the peripheral. Uh, toppings um, on it, all the things that you can see, you know, all the things that we're seeing from the outside. But like, as you, that's just, yeah, that's, I don't know if how all true 
and real all of that is because of now what the Broncos have maybe become themselves up to this point in the season. And um, what the Chiefs, over that four-game winning streak, three of those wins have been hardly impressive. One really good win against the Raiders. The other three wins were not impressive wins. They were grinders and um, um, almost bad football. However, bad football games, they found a way to win. Right. They battled through that adversity, you know, in that game against the Giants. They barely squeezed that one out uh, to start their four-game winning 19-9 streak. 19-9 Cowboys win, and, and then what happened a, against Green Bay? That was a de- depleted Cowboys team. You know, the and COVID the issues. And was really down. And, was down. Yeah, and Mahomes didn't even throw a touchdown pass that game. Uh, with the Packers, barely beat them 13-7 with no Aaron Rodgers. So the Broncos can definitely be in this game, and I think they can – Keep it within the 10 points, but I just can't see them winning this game in Kansas City. Andy Reid off of the bye week. Like you said, all signs are heading towards the Chiefs getting the victory this week. But with the Broncos riding high after a uh, great win, a huge win, a a slaughtering of the, the Chargers, that game was not as close as the scoreboard even said it was. And it was, uh, you know, a nice 15 point victory, but it was not even that close. So, So, keep going. Yeah, the Broncos might be able to, you know, keep that momentum going and give the Chiefs all that they can handle. Okay, so what do these teams have in common? Green Bay, Arizona, New England. Playoffs? uh, Yeah, elite teams. Those are also uh, Green Bay 10-2 and against the spread this year. Wow. Uh, Arizona eight and three against the spread this year. Pretty good. Pretty good. Dallas eight and three against the spread this year. New England eight and four against the spread this year. Denver a little bit down. Six and five against the spread this year. Okay, I'm going down, 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 down to the bottom, where the Jets are three and eight against the spread this year. Okay, the worst Ooh. in football all by themselves. The next worst team in the entire NFL against the spread is the Kansas City Chiefs 4-7 and seven against the spread this season. Um, and a lot of those games were 6.5 points, 7, uh, maybe a couple higher single digit, a couple 3.5ers. Um, they're expected and supposed to cover 10 points against the Broncos. So, Jake, what I've been trying to, I don't know, um, not get through to you, because my prediction's as good as yours, but make you come to my side in seeing it's not that the Broncos are going to go win this game. I don't think anybody believes that. And that's, you know, I picked them today on the air to win 28 to 27. I don't think I really believe that. <laughs> I want it really bad. That's a want it pick. That's not a believe it pick. You can talk yourself into anything. I'm not, my money's not on that pick, just my words. And right. words aren't worth anything. And they just sound like what I'm sounding like. This is my voice. This is what my words sound like. They're not worth anything. Well, I guess we get paid to do radio. Okay, take all that back. Uh, but now, now that I know that your word is worth nothing, <laughs> I will never trust you again. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, please don't do that. Um, my point is, Chiefs haven't covered Little smaller spreads than this than this all season long, the period, period. So I don't expect them to do this, even though they've been playing better football or winning close games against the Broncos. Okay, so I want to tell you about DraftKings really quick. 
Um, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, a partner in this podcast. We love these guys. Jake and I are like, we bet a lot. We're movers and shakers. We, you know, whether they're small parlays, uh, we always got action going. And uh, we love that action, right? Boss. Boss. Um, so we do it at DraftKings. Even if we're not betting $100, you know, unit games, uh, Jake and I are betting $10, $20, $25 um, parlays, same game parlays where you could you know, only do at DraftKings and very few other places anywhere. Um, they're the best. We love these guys. And on top of all that, uh, just us just being regular customers, if you're a new customer, you bet $1 on any team to score, and you win $100 in free bets this NFL weekend, okay? Bet $1 on any team to score, and you win $100 in free bets, period, okay? So take advantage of that one. That one's an easy one. We're not asking for 1000 bucks or 500 bucks or even 100 bucks. Deposit 10 bucks, bet a dollar, you're going to get 100 bucks in free bets. Have $9 left over, uh, hit your $1 bet, maybe have $11, turn your 10 into 11, and then plus your 100 in free bets. And then you're just kind of rolling at that point. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS, bet $1 on any team to score, and you win $100 in free bets. If you score, you score with promo code MHS this week. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling prompt call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. Want to look at last year's two matchups. The first one was some kind of 44-13 to 13 blowout as the 6-1 and one Chiefs at the time dismantled the 2-4 and four Broncos. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs coming off. It was in Denver. Chiefs coming off winning the Super Bowl, riding very high, and a team that maybe is hotter and had more steam coming off of it of any team in the NFL history with all the things and the young talent that they had, okay? Right. The Chiefs, the second half of that season, kind of came back down to earth. They were still winning games. Again, they still went to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs went to the Super Bowl last year, but they weren't the same kind of juggernaut cover monster right. that they were. This year, the Chiefs have stumbled out of the gates. Win, loss, loss, win, loss, win, loss. Got them to under five, four, under 500, back to 500. They've won four games in a row, and they're a seven and five team. Two weeks ago, I'm just doing simple math. They were five and four. Yeah. Okay. One blowout win against the Poop Raiders team, and then a, a survival win against the Bad Cowboys team, and now they're seven and four. You know, to your point, before this winning streak started, they were a five hundred team. Yes, just like the Broncos. Totally. So, what's happened this season is we've said it a bunch of times before. We've said it on the show a bunch of times before. The rest of the league has caught up with the Chiefs. Yes. And the rest of the league has figured out a formula to slow down the Chiefs and, in some cases, stop the Chiefs. There were the standard, the standard that every team was building upon to match and to stop. And slowly but surely, the rest of the league has done that. Okay. So, in the second matchup, the Broncos found a way to barely lose 22 to 16. They went scoreless in the fourth quarter of that game, held the Chiefs, though, to only three points in the second quarter or the second, uh, the fourth quarter in that game. It was 10 to 9 at halftime of that game. And I see a lot of that playing into and transpiring in this game. The Broncos don't uh, forget in that game, both of those games, Drew Locke threw two interceptions. Yes. In the second game, which they barely lost, he threw zero touchdowns and two interceptions. 
Wait. Yeah, second game. The second game, it threw two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. And threw two, two picks. picks. Okay. Um, my point, you won't be mistake-prone as you were with Drew Locke, who is yes. the Mr. Mistake, and you're better now. And the Chiefs you're are worse. You're better now, and the Chiefs are worse. So does that, you know, somewhere, again, the Chiefs were way up on the mountaintop, and the Broncos were way down low Powerhouse. in the valley, in the valley of the Broncos, in yeah. the depths. In that game, week 13 last year, the Chiefs were 11-1, and one, and the Broncos were 4-8. and eight. Correct. So what does that mean? Nothing. But also... Something. And somewhere kind of now in the middle is where I think these teams have kind of become. I don't think they're equals. The Chiefs are still superior in every way, shape, and form. But the Chiefs are except not the, the f- except for the defense, but the, they're, they're not the freak show that they once were. So I think, well, the style of the play, the Broncos have now kind of are playing defensively along with their rushing game, run the damn fucking ball, right? Yes. Um, is a recipe to keep this game close. Uh, and maybe find a way to keep this a one-possession game with a couple possessions left in the fourth quarter of this game. Okay? Am I thinking the Broncos are going to win this game? No. Will I pick them on Friday's show during a football Friday to win this game? Yes. You're thinking, what? That doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the truth is, I love the Broncos. I'm from here. You see my Broncos collection. Uh, I want it so bad for them to win this game. What it would mean for me, for us, the radio show, for Broncos country, for all of us, for my eight-year-old son who loves the Broncos, it'd be everything. I think that's why I want it so bad. Um, would I put lots of money on them or even any of my money on the Broncos to win this game? Not to win the game outright. Plus 10 points? Definitely put a taste. Definitely get him in a parlay or two. That's where I'm at. I'm trying to be honest with you. I got nothing left. That's what this is. It's a mini version of the podcast today. Jake, I want you to tell me your um, Wednesday feelings on this podcast because we come back tomorrow. We do a show and a pod again, and then we have a Friday one, which over your Monday feelings 48 hours later, I think I've talked you into feeling a little bit differently about it, and I am trying to do so. I'm not trying to change your Thoughts on, you know, God. Um, (laughs) uh, But I also want you to not think that the Broncos are going to get smoked in this game um, and um, help me believe, actually, that the Broncos have a chance to keep this one possession um, and give us a a proud effort. Yes. um, You've definitely turned me out. Um, So on Monday, on this podcast, I was saying it's going to be a slaughterhouse. It's going to be a bloodbath. And you had me worried. You had me believing this some of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. It's taken me like I'm digging in deep into my football knowledge and acumen and uh, history of the game to want to try to ma- paint the picture and make the case for the Broncos to hang around. And simply, Jake, they're better. They're playing better football. There's two or three teams that are in the mix right now, Jake, who haven't played their best football yet. Right. I think the Titans are coming off to playing their best football. Yeah. They're not gonna. You're not gonna see the best you, of the Titans. You feel me ever again. on that one? Yep. I think the Raiders open the season playing their best football. Yep. I think the Chiefs are in the midst of playing their best football right now, and I'd like to believe the Broncos are down the stretch with the ups and the downs and the ride they had have a chance to play their best football starting last week, moving into this week, carrying it into a couple more weeks, which would then make them in playoff contention all the way till the end of the season. That's all I got. Yeah, it's, I I now think. On Wednesday, it's going to be a close game. I, I like <clears throat> I like that ten point spread. Yeah, um, and you know we'll break it down some more tomorrow. Of course, and we'll I'll give my actual predictions tomorrow. Yeah, 
Um, we'll chop it up and look at closer inside the personnel, uh, the p- the position groups, yep. where the Chiefs have been losing games and winning games because it's more than just their defense sucks. Because how have they been able to put this thing back together is by having their defense come back on the tracks. Um, that semblance of pass rush, turning the ball over, uh, complimentary kind of stuff. They've gotten better. Um, I think that's all I got today. Might be a shorty, but it feels right. Yesterday was a longer one, and tomorrow we'll have a lot as you make all your stuff because you won't uh, won't be in on Friday. Um, good job. Oh, thank you. Check the podcast out anywhere podcasts can be found. If you're listening to it, you found it somewhere. But we do a lot more than that. And Mile High Sports, Mile High Sports app, MileHighSports.com is a lot more than that as well. We do the radio show at 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. every single day here in Denver, here in Mile High Sports Studios. It's 98.1 FM. You can watch it at MileHighSports.com. Jake, great job. Uh, see you guys you. tomorrow. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.